welcome to the Mindful Modern Mom podcast. We meditate, do yoga, text our kids across the house, and drive them across town, all in the name of love and in hopes we're getting this mom thing right. Hey there, I'm Bernadette, mindset coach, energy healing facilitator, personal development junkie, and Mindful Modern Mom of three. Welcome to the Mindful Modern Mom podcast. I'm your host, Bernadette, and today I'm very excited to bring to you Vanessa Gutierrez, who is a pranic healer and a detox coach who works with women entrepreneurs to identify and release energy blocks so that they can work from their place of power and access their higher consciousness and abundance. She's a pioneer and creator of Wheels of Profit, an energetic business planning program to discover the chakras in business. So that's a pretty awesome bio. And the reason that I wanted to interview Vanessa is because I resonate with her work deeply. You guys uh, will see that as we go through the podcast. I'm sure that we talk a lot about the same things. And I wanted you to guys, I want you guys to hear a different perspective and her journey, her mothering journey, and how her spiritual practices influence her parenting. So Vanessa, could you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you know, how your how you got to where you are and how that's influenced your mothering journey so far. So I know that's two questions, um, but we'll yeah. go from there. <laughs> Sounds good. So thank you so much. Um, I agree. We definitely are very aligned. Um, it's like we're working towards this universal goal and, and the more the merrier, which is amazing. Um, how did I start here? I started because... How did I get here? I got here because I actually came from a corporate background and we built um, a family, a very successful family business. And I became a mother while doing that. And I realized um, I wanted to be a different type of mother. I wanted to be present with my children. And then I realized that parenting was really hard for me. It was one of the hardest things I had to do. Um, I became a mom at an early age. So it was just something I probably wasn't fully prepared for, but I wanted to do the best that I could. And for me, it was becoming more patient, more understanding. That led to my real journey, which was pranic healing. And that kind of um, definitely made me a better mother. I connect with my children differently. We, you know, it's, it's just, that has been probably the biggest blessing in my life so far with my journey in pranic healing. Um, because my oldest daughter is now in her teenage years and that relationship, um, I'm very grateful that has been taking place while we have pranic healing as a tool because definitely, you know, it's, it's still challenging, but it's a lot better. Um, and with regards to, just in general, I feel that the reason why for me spirituality is important in your business is because I can't, I couldn't separate one from the other. I was stuck in business and I felt that I was just like in a wheel, like they say, like this rabbit wheel or, or mouse wheel, whatever they say, whatever it's called. And I needed a higher power. I needed to believe in something that was real to me so that I can advance because business is really not what we think that it's just like the straight path. It's actually very up and down and I needed something to hold me and to make me resilient, right? So that I can achieve what I want to achieve and, and create that for my family. Mm -hmm. 
So you mentioned your daughter's a teenager now. Can you tell me how old she is? Yeah, well, she just turned 12, so she's a preteen. Um, but she's going like on 18, right? So it's 12 going like on 18, kind of. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. My daughter's 13. And so, um, yeah, I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I, you, and you have another daughter, right? I do. I have a baby. Uh, I have three in total. We have two that were biological and one that's born in my heart. And my six-year-old is the one that we adopted. Um, and then I have a baby that, well, not so baby, but she's three. She's still my baby, I guess. Mm-hmm. So let's go through those again. So a 13-year-old and then did you said a six-year-old? A six-year-old. Uh-huh. And a three-year-old. And a three-year-old. Oh, perfect. Uh, so how do you take your spiritual practices? You know, the things that I'm sure they ask you, like, Mama, what's that? You know, if you have, um, you know, your crystals or something out, how do you take what you're using for yourself and your business and, um, you know, the healing of others and kind of use that within your family and with the different age groups you have in your house, right? Because it's different for every age group. Yes, totally different. Um we are pretty open parents. We are open-minded. I think it's also because of the of our age, right? We're pretty young parents. But I really try not to sugarcoat a lot of things with my children. I kind of um, try. My oldest, I grew up with her because being a mom at 20 years old, you're growing up with your with your child. Now it's a little bit different with my parenting skills. I'm more mature, but as far as my spiritual practice and, and pranic healing is just energy healing, nothing more than that. Um, we tell our children a lot, a lot, like specific modalities of healing. We, we teach them since they're really little. The baby knows that when she gets hurt, she does cleansing, which is a modality of healing. Um, and they know about we do yoga. We, I try not to sugarcoat it because I truly live it every day. So it's something that they're exposed to all the time, you know. And, and that doesn't mean that we're perfect parents or that I don't, you know, lose my focus. That, that's not the case at all. But I do live it intentionally every day. So my kids just know like, okay, that's my mom's meditation area. And they will sit there with me if they want to meditate. You know, they want to be correct quiet and meditate they're more than welcome they know that they can't go there and you know dance or sing or or things that they can do in their room just because that's kind of um what they see I think that's how we lead by what they see Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so they all respond in the same way they all it's kind of just the norm right I think it's the norm I think the youngest ones respond more um, to sitting with me and meditating because they were exposed since birth to it. The older one, um, she does volleyball and we we do a lot of mindset training with her group, her, her volleyball team, and she sees the results. So when we do healing, I do healing on her before every um, game, she is now able to feel because they are more sensitive than we are so she's now more able to feel the energy so for her it's kind of something like my my mom is not the typical mom to say right but what she's doing is tangible because she says mom I can feel it I can feel it 
So she's now more open to incorporating this or, you know, part of life. Kind of. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. Um, I was actually just telling my daughter cause she's having some, um, some knee pain and she plays volleyball and she does uh, snowboarding. And so she's like, something's wrong with my knees. And so, you know, we went through our book and looked at the emotional, you know, blockages. And I talked with her about those and things like that. But again, because th- this spirituality and, and for me, it's Reiki healing, which is, but yeah. So I was explaining to her, you know, maybe we need to do some healing on it. And kind of coaching her and asking her, you know, could it be this? Could it be that? You know, you don't have to tell me. Let's just, you know, kind of sit with it. Maybe bring out your journal. And so, um, yeah, with her, it's that same way, you know. And then with my little one, who's, he's eight. He just turned eight this last week. He's very like, um, mom, where's your love crystal? (laughs) He's like, I'm going to sleep with that tonight. And he just like, he will come into my room and take whatever he needs. And he knows how to use it again because he's exposed to it at a much younger age. Yeah. And then my older son, he's he's 14 and he's a total empath and he totally gets me and doesn't question anything. It's kind of like an old soul, like a remembering. He kind of just knows uh, all those things. So it's pretty cool to see all the different stages and things like that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing about that. So. I guess something I feel like is really important is to say, you know, just because we're a lot of us that are going to be on this podcast are life coaches or healers, or, you know, we're on this spiritual path. We weren't always on this path. And the other part of that is just because we're on this path doesn't mean our lives are perfect. And so I want to just ask, you know, what is your biggest or has been your biggest challenge in parenting and what helped you to overcome it? My biggest challenge in parenting had has been has been a communicate having a good relationship with my daughter. Um, I think that part of the healing that has happened is that since I had her at a very young age, um, I probably resented myself because my parents took care of her. Um, and maybe not as much as I should have because I finished um, college and I was, you know, obviously my mom was a babysitter and she lived with me and my husband all the time. But it was kind of that bond that you create with them when they're little. Now I see it with my little ones. And then with my older one, it, there was like a blockage there. And it's probably something karmatic and it's probably something from past lives, but it was really real. and. It, it caused friction in our relationship. And I knew if I don't get this under control, I want children that don't have to recover from childhood. Like that's my biggest thing in life, right? Because that's what I, part of my coaching is that we have these limiting beliefs that form our lives and they usually come from childhood. So being aware of that, I had like this, this goal, which is something that I constantly work on, but I knew, and it was so painful because it wasn't that I didn't love my daughter. It was that I didn't forgive myself for not being who I thought I had to be as a mother. And I thought, oh, this is over. You know, my daughter, when she grows up, she's going to do this and that. And working through that, what happened was that I was like, actually, no, me being more understanding, more present and forgiving myself has allowed us to have like this great relationship. And now I understand that 
everything happens how it's supposed to be. If I, you know, if I didn't happen like that when she was little, maybe I would have not gotten where I am now with her. So I think that my guilt of not being that mom that I wanted to be at a young age, um, because I thought that, you know, I had to finish college and just so many things and I couldn't be as present as I am with my other ones is something that has been, that I still work on. Like that's something that I intentionally work on every day with her because these are the critical years, you know, in my opinion. So that's, that's kind of it. That was it for me. Yeah, I was thinking which book it was in. I think it might be like Eastern Body, Western Medicine. Where it talks about the chakras being reborn, right? And so that time is coming up. So it's perfect because, you know, we're in that stuck space and now you're able to kind of recreate and build upon the root chakra and all of that all over again. Yeah. And I think it is, I think it is Eastern Body, Western Western Mind or something, right? Yeah. I'll have to look at my book. Um, But yeah, it talks about how like they're recreated. And so I'm like, oh, wow, it's like a whole second chance, which I love. And some of you guys may not understand, but I promise you will. Eventually, I will get around to that. (laughs) And so uh, what what's the most valuable personal development tool or resource that you would recommend to moms listening to this podcast? Kind of just remembering that they might not be totally, you know, aware of maybe all the things that you're aware of, but a good starting point for them to say, okay, I want to raise conscious kids. I want to teach them about spirituality. Where would you say that they would be a good starting point for them? I think a good starting point for, for us as moms is understanding that parenting gets so challenging and it's one of the things that we can't give up on. Like you can't just say, Oh, I'm done. You know, like, I don't want to read this book. I don't want to, I don't want to finish cooking, you know, your, your children are something that you're not done with. And just to have an easier life, like just to be able to breathe better and, and just to be able to live better. I think that being understanding that we're not alone, that there's a higher power, whatever, you know, if it's God, the angels, whomever it is, I think that, just having that connection and like depositing your faith in something other than yourself is something that allows all the teachings to come into your life because this is how it happens. Once you surrender and you allow that, you know, like, okay, God, for me, it's God. Um, I put this in your hands and whatever I need to learn, please let it be. I truly feel that that is when we open the door or the portal for the teachers, the books, the gurus, whatever it is, the podcast, the videos, and that kind of starts, you know, your journey. And then that's when you say, okay, this resonates with me. I'm going to follow this lineage or whatever, whatever resonates with you. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you're saying just asking for guidance and then being open to receive whatever comes your way. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That. I love that. And so one of the other things I'm asking my guests is, is there one thing that you said, I will never do that your mother did. And now you find yourself doing or saying, yes, actually there's a lot. It's not even only one. It's probably the nagging is something that I have to constantly work on because I remember growing up, um, my mom nagged all the time. Now I, I understand why, but that is something that I always said I don't want to do, and I do it. So I 
every day I'm like, oh, I catch myself. You know, I make it intentional. Oh, I, you know, I stop. But it's something that I definitely can see. Okay, this is my mom coming through. I need to kind of direct it or, or let it pass and not stick onto it because it's very funny. Actually, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the main thing that sticks out for you. That's the main thing. I mean, her parenting skills, she was so caring and she still is with my children. And, you know, my daughter today, she did her hair and she said, oh, mamita would be so proud because she did it like correctly. So I was thinking, wow, you know, there's a lot of positive, but that nagging um, is something that I didn't want to bring on to my children because that brings stress to the whole family dynamic. And that's something that was so present in my life. That's why I see it so easy to like creep in, you know, to our family dynamic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, it's funny because I used to say, well, I grew up with my grandma mostly. And so I consider her, you know, my, my mom in this aspect. And so she would always say, we're not leaving the house until everything is clean. And I used to think that is so ridiculous that we have to clean before we leave the house. And so I used to like, you know, whatever, roll my eyes and pick things up and just want to get out, you know, put things under the bed, whatever. And now I find myself doing the same thing. And my kids are asking me the same question. They're like, why do we have to clean? Is someone coming over when we come home? (laughs) And it's just the funniest thing, you know, those subconscious things that we pick up. And even though we don't like them, we continue to use them. It's, um, I find it, you know, amazing the things that we pick up and we don't even know. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's, it's funny. And it's, I mean, I think we're so lucky though, that we are aware, you know, like we're aware so we can direct it, stop it, transmute it, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I think that's the place it all starts, right? Is awareness, being aware of our thoughts or our subconscious beliefs, things like that. And so the other thing I'm asking is what is the biggest lesson that you've, that your children have taught you? Because I feel like our children are our teachers in a sense, you know, we're learning every day from them. And so at least that's true for me. And so do you have a particular lesson that stands out that you've learned from them? So many, I feel that I agree with you. I feel that they're really our teachers, literally like they came to teach us things that we didn't even know we had to learn. And I think that um, one of the greatest things that they have taught me is to be present. Like my oldest daughter taught me that because now that she's 12, I think, wow, the time went by so fast, you know? And now with the little one, I try to be more present you know like when they come home working with social media i feel it has um it's a two-way street because since it's so accessible from our phone we can get caught in that trap of like checking it and feeling that we have to be there 24 7 so being present is probably what they have taught me the most and to forgive you know children are so forgiving of us they constantly are they're not really judgmental they're just like good souls and and forgivers and I think that that has really taught me like you know what they they move on they forgive they're like they enjoy life they they laugh at the silliest things and they think it's so funny so I definitely think it's like soul level things that they that they have come to to teach us 
Mm-hmm. I love, like, now that you were talking about the soul, I picked up a book that I was reading, and it says, it's the, um, the Conscious Parent. It says, you are raising a spirit throbbing with its own signature. And it talks about how, you know, we think that our kids are like ours or a representation of us and it's neither. And it's our work to detach from that. And so it's a really beautiful book. If you guys want to pick it up, um, it is uh, The Conscious Parent. Yeah. It's so funny. I have it. And they said, they said it was one of the best parenting books for like new age parents or new age children, which is so awesome, actually. Like one of the best ones. It's interesting because I find myself being kind of triggered by the word new age. And I think it just has to do maybe with my background or something like that. But I feel like what it really is, is just like an awakened age. It's like we're living in the now where we're bringing you know, our ancestors' wisdom together with like our modern technology and the way things are are, are done. And we're just kind of combining them, you know? So I, I laugh and I call it the now age. I'm sure you've heard that before, but, you know, instead of like the new age, because I, I just, I just don't feel like it's, I don't feel like anything we're doing is new. I feel like we've, we've learned a lot, but a lot is just a remembering, a remembering of things that our ancestors or even other cultures are still holding on to. And that we've just somehow forgotten. Love that. I absolutely agree. Like it's just recycled. You know, it's like we are allowed as higher as having higher consciousness for all that to come through. So yeah, it's really not new age. It's like what we've it's like our true self, you know, like our what we really came to be or where we really came from, but now we're allowing that information or or things to come through, which is amazing actually. I love that. What makes you a mindful modern mom? Um, I think that what makes me a mindful modern mom is a present mom, a mom that really doesn't believe in box parenting, meaning like you have to be a mom this certain way. Um, I believe that I respect my children a lot and I allow them to express themselves. And I think that that's the best thing that I can do. Um, I not always agree, you know, with my older ones, obviously I don't always agree with them and I, I understand they have their own personality, but I think that being a mindful mom is really caring about what I feed my child. Yes, but it's really caring about allowing my child to be like allowing her to grow and without judgment, which I think is something that holds us back, you know? And I know that that has an effect on us as adults. Um, I know that effect. It's something that I'm like obsessive about because I see it with the women that I work with. And I see how that relationship with your parent is, is so important and it marks you in life so I think just allowing them to be and knowing that you know what I I am mindful of your needs I am going to be here for you but you need to do this you know you need to express yourself and go for it and not really care what anybody thinks I think that that's like the most important lesson that I always tell my girls like you know it doesn't matter. It it doesn't. It's up to you where you want to get, what you want to do, you know. So I think that that's kind of it, being present and allowing them to flourish and just be, just be. 
that's such a huge lesson because like I was saying a little while of a little while ago, we so often get caught up and we think that it's a reflection of us or we want them to follow and, you know, like the path that we wish that we would have taken or, you know, things like that. And so, yeah, I love that just being present and then just allowing them to have, to give them permission to be who they are. And as parents, you know, that's probably not the easiest for us because it's not so easy for me. You know, it's probably easier said than done. Totally. It's not, you know, and, and parenting is like such a funny thing because there's really no guide. And sometimes, you know, you're just like, what is going on here? <laughs> what is going on with my life? But I think that they need that. They need to be and and just, you know, just be that support for them. I think that that's like the best that we can do for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So lastly, what are you totally obsessed with these days? Um, it could be, you know, something that you use for your personal self-care, taking care of mama or the kids. You know, what are you obsessed with right now? What am I obsessed with? Um, I'm always obsessed with reading. So I have like, I have like, Earth is hiring, right? I'm obsessed with, it's really good. It just came out. Um, and then, of course, crushing it. So I'm always obsessed with reading. Reading is like my thing. Um, and I am obsessed with my hair from you, your products. I'm, I love them. Everybody here uses them in my house. Believe it or not, we all love them. And crystals. I think that, you know, self-care, self-love, reading, um, and crystals are kind of my my jam. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I said, we're more alike than, you know, you even, obviously we use Monet. Um, But my books, I have books coming in the mail all the time. And my husband's like, are you going to have time to read all of those? And so he asks me, like, he'll pick up a book when I get a new one. He'll be like, how much of, of this one have you read? And you've already started the other one. I'm like, I'm so hungry for knowledge, you know? And it's so funny because um, I took this archetype test, uh, an entrepreneur archetype test. And it was amazing. So what it said was that I was a sage primarily, and that I like to take in a lot of knowledge and then just share it. And I'm like, that's totally me. I just like consume, consume, consume. And then like, I just want to teach everybody about what I'm learning. Right. And then the second archetype was the alchemist, which is kind of just, you know, bringing it back to like, mindset work and healing and like, you know, trying to teach people the science of like why crystals work or, you know, I'm all about the science behind everything. And so it was really, really cool to take that because it was like, it wasn't anything I didn't know. It was like, wow, like that is so on point. It's so me. So yeah, I love that. So let's go through those again. So the Monet, the crystals, and the books reading. And tell me again, which books you were reading? So I'm reading Earth is Hiring, and I can relate 100%. My husband says, another book? And I'm like, yes, because I feel like if I don't have it, and I like them physical. Like, I, I have audibles, but I like, like, physical ones. I, you know, I like it. So I'm reading Earth is Hiring by Peter Kelly. She's an amazing entrepreneur. And then I just got uh, Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. I think it's how you say his last yeah. name. Yeah. I haven't started this one, but I just got it today. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's awesome. I love that he's just so like blunt and unapologetic for who he is. 
He's he's awesome. And the earth is hiring. I'm going to have to get that one. It sounds really good. So let me know how it is. I will. I will. All right, Vanessa. Well, thank you so much for being on today's show. I really appreciate you coming on and just sharing your, you know, your journey. And, you know, tell us where we can find you. And also, if you have anything coming up that you want to tell our audience about, please feel free. Um, so you can mainly find me on Facebook and Instagram. Those are both my, I guess, platforms, the ones that I use the most. Um, what do I have coming up? Wheels of Profit is my program, and I have been working um, for a while. We're going on the fourth round, and it's just your chakras in business. So it teaches mainly women entrepreneurs um, how to relate from your personal chakras to your business chakras. We have had really good success with it. It was a direct energetic download. I truly 100% believe it because of the results that the program has had. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where you can find me and it's my honor to have been here and shared. And my intention is that somehow somebody gets, um, inspiration to make an impact with what we said. All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much for listening in on the conversation that I had with Vanessa today. I hope that you could take something away from this episode and just apply it to your life. If you're liking this podcast, please take a moment to like and review on iTunes or wherever you're listening and share it with your friends. Until next time.